4: Rex Harrison stars in another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders.
5: Concerning blackmail. Dangerous game which either pays off in high dividends or shallow graves.
4: And now the private files of Rex Saunders. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, brings you the celebrated star of stage and screen, Rex Harrison, in another exciting story taken from the private files of Rex Saunders, radio's newest man of mystery. We hope you enjoy these weekly stories of intrigue and adventure, and for another adventure in home entertainment, we suggest you try RCA Victor's fine line of radio and television products now on display at your RCA Victor dealer. Now for our story.
5: The dignified man in the thin-striped suit gets off the rickety elevator at the sixth floor, stops to take a cigarette out of the silver case, watches the ancient elevator slowly descend in its iron prison. Then flushes the cigarette between his fingers and walks quickly down the dim lit hotel corridor. The dignified man in the pinstripe suit stops before room 617 casts a quick glance back along the corridor then knocks on the door. Who
0: is it?
3: Telegram, ma'am.
0: Yes, what? Hello, Linda. You.
3: Mind if I come in?
0: No, you can't come in here. (coughs) Sorry, Miss Farrell. Get your hands off of me.
3: I won't take up much of your time. Get out of here. After I'm finished.
0: Now look, Mr. Goodrich. I'm tired of having you follow me around. I know you've been trailing me all day. If you don't cut it out, I'm going to call the police.
3: Call the police? Sure. Go ahead, Linda. There's the phone. Call them.
0: Why don't you let me alone? What do you want from me?
3: Stop the act. You know what I want. Where is my nephew? I don't know. Where is Eddie?
0: I haven't seen Eddie in weeks.
3: You're a liar. What happened to my nephew?
0: You're barking up the wrong tree, Mr. Goodrich. You're not going to find Eddie this way.
3: All right. But I know someone who will find him for me.
0: Yes. Who?
3: Someone who will get to the bottom of this. Someone who will get the truth out of you. Rex Saunders.
0: I'm frightened to death. Now get out of here. You're wasting my time. I'll
3: get out. After I see what's in the next room there.
0: You're staying away from this door.
3: He's in that room, isn't he?
0: I said you're not going in the next room. You're staying out of there.
3: Not on your life.
0: All Right then, on yours, Mr. Goodrich.
3: Put that gun down.
0: One more step toward this door and I fire.
3: You wouldn't dare.
0: No. Just try it, Mr. Goodrich. One more step. And you'll never see Eddie again.
1: You didn't shoot, did you?
0: No, Eddie. I just scared him off. But you'd better lay low.
2: What's this about Saunders?
0: The old man's going to call him in on it.
2: Okay, Linda. Don't you worry about Saunders.
4: He won't be on this case long. Alec?
1: Oh, Rex, I uh I'm glad you're home.
5: What's the matter with the lights?
1: They're off.
5: Yes, obviously, but what happened?
1: Well, they're uh it's supposed to be that way.
5: What are you talking about?
1: It was like this when I came home an hour ago.
5: And you've been here in the
1: dark? Uh-huh. Sitting right here. But not alone. Hmm? We have a visitor. Right behind you, Saunders.
2: What is this? And it's not a cap pistol you feel against your back. That's
1: how it
5: is. Alec. did you tell the gentleman we don't usually entertain guests in the dark? This party's on me. I like it this way. To what do we owe the pleasure of your visit?
2: Get off the Goodrich case. Goodrich case? That's right. Stop looking for Eddie Goodrich. I don't want you to find him. Do you understand?
5: Well, frankly, no. You see, I've never heard of your Eddie Goodrich. I'm not here to play games, Saunders. Believe me, I I haven't been looking for Mr. Goodrich. That's what I've been telling him. Now,
2: look, Saunders, you get off this case and get off it fast if you know what's good for you.
5: I usually don't.
2: Uh, You'd better this time, because I got a shell in this gun with your initials on it. So you just be smart. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry.
5: What's the idea of that? Just a deep scratch on the hand... I wanted something to recognize you by, since I haven't had the privilege of seeing your face. Perhaps the next time we meet, get this through your head and keep it there. The next time we meet, Saunders, it'll be at a funeral. Yours. Remember that.
4: Hmm.
1: Nice fellow. You must have him over again sometime. I wish you'd tell me what this was all about. I wasn't aware that you were on a new case. Neither was I. Then, then you know nothing about this good rich person?
5: Absolutely nothing. But now my curiosity is aroused. I know what that means. Here we go again. That's what it means. But first, let me see if I can do something about lifting the blackout in here.
1: Oh, the phone again. I'll get it. It rang several times, but our uninvited guest wouldn't let me answer it.
3: Hello. Nick Saunders? Yes? Yeah? I'd like to call on you tomorrow. Will you be at home? That all depends. It's very important. I need your help.
5: Who is this? Uh, What do you want me to do?
3: My name is Mark Goodrich. I want you to find out what's happened to my nephew, Eddie. Eddie. Mr. Saunders, that's how it's been with my nephew for years. He goes with the wrong people. He's constantly in jams. Mm -hmm. He's embarrassed me socially and in business. And now this has happened to top everything else off.
5: And uh, what jam is Eddie in at present, Mr. Goodrich?
3: Oh, I suppose I'm an old fool. I took an oath I'd never help him again. He's tricked money out of me so many times in the past. Now, this seems to be a serious matter. Here. Here's this telegram.
5: I received it last night. Need 3,000 immediately to pay off debt. Wire money to me, 786 West 48th Street, Apartment 4A. Important you don't bring it yourself, Eddie.
4: Well, Mr. Goodrich,
5: this seems to be only a monetary affair.
3: Not now, Mr. Saunders. Now it's a matter of life or death. What do you mean? The deadline's at five o'clock. Two hours from now.
5: What deadline? What are you talking about?
3: I got a phone call just before you arrived. It was a man. He said if the money wasn't delivered by five o'clock,
5: Eddie would be killed.
4: new releases by RCA Victor, sure to become overnight hits. So get your copy of Mindy Carson's latest recording, You Only Want Me When You're Lonesome, Jan Pierce's great rendition of What Is a Boy, and Frankie Carl's I Feel Like Spaghetti Tonight. RCA Victor has recorded them for you in all three record speeds, 78, Long Play, and 45. They're available now, so keep pace with the latest in popular recordings. Be sure to hear Mindy Carson, Jan Pierce, and Frankie Carl on RCA Victor Records. Records you and your family will enjoy playing over and over again. And you can buy these hit records singly, or better still, buy all three. Three exciting new releases from RCA Victor's starlit roster of great artists. Hear this fine music on a new Victrola Radio Phonograph Console.
5: the apartment at the end of the hall,
1: Eric. Maybe we shouldn't have come here.
5: Eddie warned his uncle in the telegram to wire the money. Nevertheless, I'm making this transaction COD. Now, here we are. Yes, what is it? I'd like to speak to Eddie Goodrich.
0: Sorry, mister, he doesn't live here.
5: I didn't say he lived here. I said I wanted to see him.
0: You got the wrong apartment.
5: We have a telegram that says this is the right apartment. Uh, Just a minute.
0: Get your foot out of the door.
5: Don't you know, Miss, it's rude to cut off conversation so abruptly.
0: Look, copper, you get in here only on a warrant. So you just go back to headquarters and come back with a signed pass.
5: The young lady seems to misunderstand, Alec. Apparently, she thinks we're from the police. No.
0: The ASPCA.
5: Please convey to Mr. Goodrich that we are merely messengers of good tidings. $3,000 worth. In this envelope.
0: Oh, Come in. All right. Give me the money.
5: Believe me, Miss... uh, What did you say your name was? Uh, The money. Oh, that's right. Yes, you didn't say. Now, about this money, I'm expected to get a receipt in return for it.
0: So I'll give you a receipt.
5: The young lady continues to misunderstand, Alec. Dreadfully so. Uh, The receipt I have in mind is Eddie Goodrich in person.
0: Don't worry. I'll see that he gets the money.
5: But I, I do worry. It's my nature. I insist upon handing this over to Eddie Goodrich Person.
0: All right, all right. I'll get him. Eddie? Yes. Yeah? Someone's here with the money. He won't give it to anybody but you. Okay. All right, messenger boy. Here he is.
4: Well, it took the old man long enough to get it here.
0: Well? You satisfied?
5: Mm hmm. Your uncle's been worried about you, Eddie. So he's been worried. So what? Give me the money. The money? Oh, oh, yes. Uh, here. <coughs>
4: What What do you
5: think? Uh, It won't take a moment. Uh, Thanks very much. What was that supposed to be? I was just interested in your teeth.
0: He's given us some kind of business, Eddie. I'll bet he hasn't got the money.
5: That's right, I haven't got the money. Why, you... And he's not Eddie Goodrich. What do you mean I'm not Eddie Goodrich? You're an imposter. I haven't a photograph of Eddie, so I went to the trouble of checking with his dentist. Goodrich has two upper front teeth on a detachable bridge. Unfortunately, yours are quite solidly your own. Now then, I want the answer to two questions: what game are you two playing, and where's Eddie Goodrich?
0: All right, here's our answer: this.
5: Look out! She's got a gun. If
0: either one of you moves, I'll kill you. Now get in the next room.
5: I prefer it here.
0: I said, start moving or I shoot.
5: Oh, with the safety catch on? Let's go. I'm I'm sorry, go. but little girl oh. shouldn't play with guns. My wrist. There. Uh. This. Tasting is much safer in my hands. Linda, you stupid...
0: Shut up, Sid.
5: Linda and Sid. Cute couple, don't you think, Alex? Charming. I knew this gag would get us into a jam. What gag?
0: Nothing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I him. don't, huh? Shut up, you fool. Well, I
5: got it, Linda. Maybe if we open up... They and...
0: haven't got anything on us.
5: No?
1: What about this automatic of yours, Linda?
0: I've got a license to carry it.
1: Do you have a license to practice extortion, too?
0: You'll have to prove that.
1: We'll prove it, all right.
0: It'll take time. You, um, you want to find Eddie Goodrich in a hurry, don't you?
5: I believe I detect a bargain in the offing.
0: You guessed it. The terms? You forget about us if I tell you where Eddie is. Well?
5: All right. Now, first, uh, where do you two fit in?
0: We're friends of Eddie's. Friends? Yes. Oh, go ahead. Eddie owes 3000 to Nick Gasco. The money was supposed to come here to Sid's apartment. I sent that wire for Eddie, and I was to pick up the money and deliver it. Where? To Nick Gasco. He's got a joint up on 98th Street behind a candy store. If you want to find Eddie, ask Nick Gasco. Nick's keeping Eddie undercover till the money comes across.
2: Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18 plus. Yes, I'm to keep a watch on this house. If Linda and Sid leave, I'm to follow them wherever they go.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll be back just as soon as I hear what Nick Gasco has to say.
5: <laughs> well, Nick, what have you got to say to that? Linda's a liar. She's a lousy little liar. She's playing her own game. Eddie Goodrich owes you uh, $3,000, does not he? Sure, sure he owes me three J's. He's owed me more than that. But he's
3: good for it. He pumps it out of the old man like water. Eddie's
5: okay in a cup anytime. When did you see Eddie last? day before yesterday, when he dropped the three J's sir. Was he alone? You crazy?
4: Alone? That girl Linda was with him. She's always with him. So's her boyfriend, Sid. They lift off Eddie's door.
5: Where do you think, uh, Eddie might be now? Come on with me. I know where he is. Where are you taking me? Right back to the search apartment.
3: Nothing in our room, Saunders.
5: Looks like they cleared out in a hurry. I thought we'd find them gone, Nick. What do you mean? Alec wasn't in front of the building when we arrived. He's telling them? Yeah. Well, leave it to that Linda dame. She's a smart cookie. She'll give him the slip. On me. What are you going to do? Have a look through these uh, closets. You might check the one in the other room. Ah, you're wasting your time. You won't find anything here. Blow. Told you that dame is too smart to leave a trail behind her. Evidently you've overrated, Linda. Yeah? Why? Look here in this closet. She left quite a monument.
4: Huh. Stiff. I know Sid
5: would end up getting it. It's not Sid. This scratch on the right hand. My mysterious guest was right. He predicted our next meeting would be at a funeral. Here, help me turn him here. over on his back. Saunders! What is it, Nick?
0: This stiff. He, he's had a good reach.
4: How much longer are we going to sit here, Saunders? Why don't you
5: do some, call a kind or some? a be time for that, Nick. Gives me the creeps, you're sitting here looking at a stiff. Look, suppose I see you later. Suppose I get a little air. Honest, this makes you kind of sick. I'm sorry, Nick, but I'm going to need you around for a while. Oh, look, Honest, you don't think I had anything to do with this, do you? I brought you here, didn't I? You did? But I wouldn't do that if I was in on the job, would I? I just want you around for help, Nick, that's all. You wouldn't kid me, would you?
4: I told you that Eddie and I were friends, didn't I? We were good friends. I let him go in a cup of three G's, just like I told you. You can ask anybody. Nick Gasker don't do business like I was done to Eddie there.
5: Ah, oh, take it easy. I think that's the call I was expecting. Hello?
1: Salik Rex. I thought I'd still get you there. Linda and Sid left the house about 15 minutes after you went uptown. They had two valises with them. Where did they go? I don't know.
5: What do you mean? What happened?
1: I followed their car up Ninth Avenue and then across town on 59th Street. They made a quick turn in the Central Park, and then I, I lost them. I'm
5: sorry. It seems that Nick was right about Linda. You better come back. We still have some business to settle here in Sid's apartment.
1: What kind of business?
5: A matter between Nick Gasco and a corpse. Nick's here with me, and so is Eddie Goodrich's corpse. What? And despite his fervent avowals of friendship for Eddie, I have an idea that Nick isn't telling all he knows.
0: the car around. What? Take the East River Drive. We're going back downtown.
4: What's the
2: matter, Linda? You crazy?
0: No, I'm not crazy. The idea just struck me.
2: What idea? What are you talking about?
0: Old man Goodrich is going to be good for some spending money before we clear out permanently. I'm going back to hit him for it. Yeah, but Eddie's dead. So what? The old man doesn't know it.
4: And they find him in the closet. We're finished.
0: Don't be a sap. They won't look there so fast. Just give me ten minutes with old man Goodrich and you and I are going to be two thousand richer. So go ahead, do what I told you. Turn the car around. It'll cost you $2,000, mister Goodrich.
3: And you'd have Eddie back here in four hours, Linda?
0: In four hours, like I said. But uh, first, one thing. Yes? You don't tell anybody about this deal. You keep Saunders off and keep the police off. You understand that?
3: I understand.
0: If you try any double crosses, I warn you, you won't have Eddie back here soon. Maybe never.
3: All right. Anything you say.
0: Now, let me have the money.
3: But how do I know you'll keep your end of the bargain?
0: You take that chance if you want Eddie.
3: I'll be right back. Hey, wait a minute. Yes?
0: Where are you going?
3: The money's in a safe in the next room.
0: I'll go with you.
3: All right. Come on, This way, Miss Farrell.
5: Yes, Linda, come right in. Miss Farrell seems surprised to find us here. Yet, Alec, I expected her arrival.
3: Now you have her, Mr. Saunders, a rotten little murderess.
0: Stand back, all of you.
5: Another gun? Miss Farrell, is that a pocketbook you carry or an arsenal?
0: The safety catch is off this time.
5: So I noticed. You're not getting away this time. You may as well put that gun down.
0: Oh, no, you're not going to get me for a murder I didn't commit. I didn't kill Eddie.
5: You'll have your chance to prove that in court.
0: A fat chance he'll give me? Better than the chance you gave Eddie. I didn't kill him, and you're not going to take me in. you just stay where you are, all of you. I'm going out of that door, and I fire at the first one who makes a move before I close it. And don't try to follow me. I warn you.
5: Stay here, Mr. Goodrich. Come on, Alec. Right with you.
1: There she is, getting into that car across the street. Hurry, right, before she gets away from oh, us. She's pulling out. We'd better get into our car. Wait, Alec. Look. Wait. Her car is swinging around. She's going up on the sidewalk. And straight for that store window.
4: Back to the climax of our story in a moment. You'll always have fun at your fingertips with the pick of the pick of the portables. An RCA Victor portable radio. Yes, anytime, any place. an RCA Victor portable is wonderful company. Its new, expanded range pays big dividends in listening pleasure. It gives you the strongest reception ever achieved on battery operation. And yet, it's so light, so compact, that you can take it anywhere. You'll enjoy an RCA Victor portable at home, too. There's always enough tone and volume to fill up a large room or a terrace or a sun porch. Always unbelievably fine performance at all times. And every one of RCA Victor's portable radios sets a new standard in style and beauty. So, wherever you are, indoors or out, take a world of entertainment right along with you. Take an RCA Victor portable radio. Next chance you get, make your selection from the many great, RCA Victor Model. Uh-huh.
5: This car door. Yes, Rex. Jam, but I think uh, I think we can uh, a little more. Uh, that's enough. Uh, there we are. Uh, Bam to this crash wasn't so fatal as it looked. She's alive? Yes. So are the other two. The other two? Yes, Sid and Nick Gasco. Nick Gasco? What was he doing in the car? Uh, Nick seems the worst off of the three. He's under the wheel. We'd better get him out first. Yeah. I'll get him. Under the arms. You take the legs. Yeah. Yeah, I have him. I got him. All right, lift him slowly. Watch your step. Watch your step in the rubble. We'll put him down here in front of the car. Lift him down carefully. Yes, Jax. All right, that's fine. Well so now, what about the others? And a call police emergency, I look after Nick a while. He's pretty badly cut up. Uh, Nick? Nick? i found a... now, Take it easy, Nick.
3: No, I... I want to talk. I want to tell you what... what happened.
4: Mm-hmm. I grabbed the
3: wheel from Sid. Tried to stop getaway. One of them for you for payoff. Honest. I'm dealing from the top of the deck.
5: Don't try and say any more, Nick. You're, you're going to need a great deal of strength later on to talk about a great many things. Hello, Nick.
3: I've been waiting for you, Saunders. Doc says I
5: was out of the picture three days. Yeah. I want to have that talk. So do I, Nick about Linda and Sid? They're down the hall in their rooms. They're able to get around, but not far. You want to watch her, Linda? She's a tricky dame. Well, about that talk, Nick... Uh, Yeah, but first I want to apologize for conking you on the head.
3: The way it looked to me, you had me tagged as the number one boy, so I had to get off the spot fast. I could be here for the payoff.
5: And just what is the payoff?
3: How Eddie milked old man Goodrich. How the dog came there fast and easy. And now Goodrich figured the kiss off. Eddie had something on him and it was nothing Goodrich... Get down, Nick. The fire skipper.
5: Did you see him? Yes, Nick. I saw him. I had a feeling Goodrich would be here for the payoff. Would have laid out on him. But I figured it only an even money bet who'd get to me first. You or him. Well, Nick, frankly, you had a little edge to be exact. Uh, Thirty to one against the killer. I don't get you. From the time you entered the hospital, Alec has been in that apartment house across the street with a 30 caliber rifle trained on this room. Well, that's the way it was, Alec. Eddie knew that his uncle had been mixed up in several shady business deals, and uh, with that information, he bled money from Goodrich year after year. Goodrich decided he had to end the blackmail sometime and the opportunity presented itself when he found Eddie alone in Sid's apartment. Eddie was already murdered when I went to see Goodrich Tuesday afternoon. But why did he let us in on the case? Probably because he thought it would furnish him with a perfect alibi. But what about Linda and Sid? They knew Eddie's body was in that closet. Linda and Sid are explaining that to the district attorney now. They knew about Eddie's telegram asking for money, so they seized upon the situation for some quick and easy dollars. But as Nick Gasco would say, Alec, I lay odds the district attorney will prove to them that quick and easy dollars pay off the hard way.
4: Rex Harrison will return to tell you about next week's story. First, an invitation from RCA Victor. Next chance you get, drop into your dealers and look over the wide variety of RCA Victor home instruments designed to bring you the very finest in home entertainment. We know you'll find just the right instrument for family fun at a price that will fit your family budget. Fine instruments with world-famous RCA Victor quality Built into every feature and detail. See them tomorrow at your RCA Victor dealer. Here is Rex Harrison, internationally famous star of stage and screen, to tell you about next week's adventure, transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders. Next week, it's concerning fortune telling. Concerning fortune telling.
5: The lines in the palm of the victim's hands are never as accurate as the plan in the killer's mind.
4: You have been listening to another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders, written by Ed Adamson. In the cast were Leon Janney as Alec and Amzie Strickland as Linda. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is Kenneth Banghart speaking for RCA Victor. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.